Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome back. Let Love podcast with the Sisters of Life. I'm Sister Veritas. And this is Sister Day, and as usual, a total blessing and gift. It is. It really is. To be back and uh, be back with all of you. You're always in our prayers, but it's such a privilege just to, to join you in this way each week. Fun way to start. Let love cast out your fear. Let love cast out your fear. I'm all about it. Me too. But I wonder before we dive in, it's like, should we give any local updates? Yeah, because it's been so long, you know. It's been a while. Life in the Bronx. Life in the Bronx. What's going on? Well, you know, one thing I've noticed actually is <clears throat> the squirrel population. Really? Yeah. No. There's there's something happening. It's true. Yeah. I've made quite a few observations myself. Yeah. What are you noticing? Well, I'm noticing <clears throat> they're skinnier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scraggles had to get new pants because it didn't they didn't fit anymore. <laughs> His squirrel pants. Yeah. I know. They're really slimming down. Yeah. And just for those of you who don't know Scraggles, um, Scraggles is a, a squirrel that we really like who's uh, two-toned. Yes. And he looks like he's been dipped. A dipped squirrel. Dipped squirrel. Dipped in ketchup or something. Yeah. And so he has little squirrel, squirrel pants, but they've dropped a couple sizes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it really is amazing, sister. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And it is. I think these squirrels, as we've been confronted with global pandemic, kind of have have confronted major hardships. So these are squirrels that primarily got their food from the school. Yeah. Um, so we're talking leftover pizza. Bagels. Bagels, Capri Suns, Nutella. I, mean, I remember seeing a squirrel with a Nutella, like a fun dip Nutella, like stuck on his head. <laughs> I'm serious. It's a true story. He had like Nutella all over his whiskers. So I mean, and he cute. wanted every last bite. Um, he knows what's good. He knows what's good. But so, so their food source went away. So then yep. they had to learn to like eat normal things Squirrel that food. squirrels eat. Huge adjustment. Huge adjustment. They've slimmed down because then yeah. they had to face the summer. So yeah. school's still not back. And um, what really, really compelled me, <laughs> you know, this whole like touch-free like uh, drop grocery drop-off with the pod. Oh yeah. Right. So like we had an order and we knew they were supposed to be coming, but then like we didn't see them and they're way after their window and we're like, what is going on? So finally we went out um, and checked on. And lo and behold, yes, Peapod had literally dumped our groceries on the lawn. Oh, Again, God, God bless Peapod. They were doing the best they could. and um, But, of course, the squirrels got to our groceries. Of course they did. Because they're on it. They're smart. Smart and hungry. Yeah. What I was shocked about, though, is there were some options. There was good options. I think we were planning for, like, a birthday. So there's some sweet treats in there. But the squirrels went only for one thing. What? Yeah. Whole wheat tortillas. What? Yeah, yeah. What's happened? I know. So they've had a real, um, they've really been able to overcome, like, dance in this time of adversity. Yeah, like, the thing they probably feared the most, right. which was lack of pizza. Right. And they they moved with it. They moved with it, and now they're, like, they're dancing with it. They look healthy. They look agile. There's yeah. new hawks and, and birds of prey in town, too, because the baseball fields have been quiet. And these squirrels are dancing. I'm yeah. I'm actually super impressed. I didn't respect them much, but they look like healthier, brighter, bolder squirrels. And I think 
as a loose connection, <laughs> let love cast out your fear. This is what God wants to do, actually, yeah. is he doesn't want us to live pinned beneath our fears, um, our anxieties, our concerns, um, that in and through his love, we can live free, um, overcome whatever we might be facing in our lives, and find new ways yeah. and grow new strengths like yeah. these good old squirrels yeah. here in the backyard and make healthy spiritual choices like spiritual whole wheat you know <laughs> amen amen well should we kick it off with a prayer sister That'd be perfect here we go in the name of the father son holy spirit amen father we thank you uh, for thinking of us for creating us for loving us we ask just for a double portion of knowledge and understanding of the full gift of your Holy Spirit in our minds and our hearts and our souls uh, to convict us that you are our Father, that your love is greater and stronger and deeper and wider than everything else. We ask for every grace to bring you our fears as children who trust you, as sons and daughters who know they have a loving Father who cares and desires to attend uh, to all that afflicts us and afflicts our hearts. We ask for every courage to be transparent, to bring you our troubles and our fears, uh, that your love might consume them. Uh, we ask all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus, and we ask for the help of your Blessed Mother. As we say, Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Victory. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. That was beautiful, sister. I love that. Amen. Yeah. And I, I love, I mean, this is, I think, such such a relevant topic because we're all, you know, we all experience fear in yeah. our lives to one degree or another. And I, I just, I'm so glad we're talking about it because mm -hmm. it's important to name it, to call mm -hmm. it out and to, to address it. But I, I'd love to know just first, like, can we define fear? Yeah. What is it, you know? Yeah, because it can be evasive. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I think as you speak of it, we all carry it. We're all confronted with it. It, it burdens, in a sense, every life. But, um, yeah, what is it? And what does it feel like? And uh, mm -hmm. I think that's the first step, actually. Mm -hmm. um, well, let's pull out the dictionary. I'm into it. Um, so, and then perhaps we can expand it, but the dictionary tells us it's a feeling of agitation and anxiety caused by present or imminent danger. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a state marked by this feeling. Uh, it's a reason for dread or apprehension. It's a feeling of disquiet. Um, synonyms. I love synonyms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fear, fright, dread, terror, panic, alarm, consternation, trepidation, um, you know, dread, that's a strong fear, mm -hmm. um, especially of what one is powerless to avoid. Mm -hmm. um, terror is an intense, overpowering fear. Horror is a combination of fear and aversion. Um, panic is a sudden frantic fear, which often can be groundless. Um, alarm is fright aroused by the first realization of danger. So there's all these different shades mm -hmm. and colors, mm -hmm. I think, that 
fear can be packaged in Mm -hmm. and present itself as yeah um and i think it's good to distinguish and i think what your your definition was very helpful in distinguishing we're not talking here about the the gift of fear which is one of the gifts of the holy spirit right which is like reverence or awe for god we're talking about the fear that is like yeah Mm -hmm. anxiety or crippling or disturbs our Mm -hmm. peace um and shakes us up Mm -hmm. they're two different things and i I think we all know the difference of that amen yeah amen well i think that's yeah this is like the the negative experience Mm -hmm. of of fear uh that can i think can really be a huge part of the human experience Mm -hmm. um and what do we do with it Mm -hmm. and what is god's word to us Mm -hmm. in this because when you look at scripture when you look at god's word it is outrageous if you look up the word fear you see that God has spoken powerfully, intentionally, specifically. He's made promises, mm-hmm. and He wants to be heard. Yeah. I don't. Know, do you have any favorite well, scriptures? Well, my first one that comes to mind is from uh, the first letter of John, mm. chapter four, verse eighteen. He says, "There is no fear in love, you know, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear has to do with punishment." Um, it's so powerful. Hmm. perfect love casts out fear love it yeah yeah it's and and the fact that like uh fear cannot coexist with with the god who is love Mm -hmm. it can't Mm -hmm. you know what i love back in this up sister because whoa perfect love casts out fear and to think about our lives Mm -hmm. i just again especially when we look at fear to think about the fact that God made me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I didn't choose to be alive. God thought of me. He dreamed me up. He, in a sense, I've been handcrafted by him. He placed me in a family of sorts. He placed an emotional uh, palette within me, <laughs> um, my temperament, uh, the color of my eyes, all of this. I have been created in love, mm. fashioned in love, mm-hmm. made in the image and likeness of love himself. and established in that so in and through our baptism and I know that we've talked about this but just to remember this is the most important thing we can remember and I think key as we seek to confront fear to remember that I'm established in a covenant Mm. one that's unbreakable unshakable that's impenetrable to be honest Mm -hmm. that's eternal Mm -hmm. and it's in a relationship with God Mm -hmm. God lives in me he's the center of my life. He has placed himself at the very center, at my origin and at my destiny. Um, Love. Yeah. Love himself. Love himself. And and this is a good God. I think we want to make that clear because I think it's, it's like sometimes we get the idea of God as like this grumpy old man on a throne. (laughs) This is a good God. So good. Who is love, you know, who, who made himself um, a little baby Mm. to tell us, don't be afraid of me, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and this is the God who created us. Like you're saying, every, every detail of our being and who holds us at every moment. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Well, and if we think about the Father's love, well, you're, you speak about this little baby. Mm-hmm. A God who, right, he's not a grumpy man sitting on a throne. He's a God that descended. Mm-hmm. And what do you see in and through the Father expressing his love for all of us in and through his Son, Jesus Christ? a God who entered into our humanity, mm-hmm. into um, the darkness and pain and sorrows of humanity, a God who gave of himself at every turn mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. unto the cross, mm-hmm. total self-gift, a God who is self-bestowing. Like yeah. 
a God who doesn't know to do anything but to love us always at every moment. It's amazing. And who, and who gives himself to us so vulnerably and little, Oof. you know, like, again, the little baby in Bethlehem, the, the man on the cross. The Eucharist. The Eucharist in our hands. Unbelievable. This is a God who's, it, it's, he's saying, like, don't be afraid of me. Don't be afraid. I put myself in your power, you know, wow. in a way. Wow. Um, and, and to, I mean, even Isaiah 43, which I love, he says, you know, um, you are mine. You know, I've um, called you, I've called you by name. You are mine, you know. And if you walk through the rivers, you walk through fire, I'm with you. Hmm. You don't have to be afraid. So love has claimed us. He, exactly. Love has claimed exactly. us. Exactly. Well, even to back that up even further in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, what does God tell us? It's like so powerful. Do not be anxious about anything. Mm. Okay. That's a, that's a command. Mm-hmm. And in it through, yeah, his holy word. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So this is St. Paul. You know, he's at the service uh, of the Lord here. Um, Don't be anxious about anything. Present your request to God. And what does he say? When we bring our stuff, when we bring our fear, when we confront our fear, bring it to the Lord. He says, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, Mm. will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is amazing. It is. Well, and it's like a promise mm-hmm. that whatever we're facing, wherever we're standing, whatever sorrow we're bearing, mm-hmm. that peace, his gift of peace, which transcends all our understanding, that when we're standing in those places, mm-hmm. it's the last thing we think is possible. Yeah. And yet, if we turn to God, mm-hmm. we bring him our prayers and petitions, we stand vulnerable yeah. to him and to his action. And in a sense, we, we give him space. We surrender our thoughts, our judgments, our everything mm-hmm. to welcome his. We will receive the gift of his peace, and we will be guarded in that peace. Yeah. Which means that's freedom from fear. It's awesome. That's love casting out my fear. It's awesome. It's so powerful, Sister too. that, I mean, this is St. Paul writing this. He's Saint saying, Paul. do not be anxious about anything. What happened to St. Paul? I mean, he was shipwrecked, <laughs> flogged, you know, beaten, left to die, start. Like, everything that you would be afraid of naturally as a human person, it happened to him. It happened. It happened to him. And what does he say? Don't be anxious about anything. Wow. I've, I've lived through it all. Wow. God is with me. God is with you. We never have to be afraid. That is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And lived it lived life with faith. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll, we'll unpack that more. But even before we do, I think a big thing about fear and being able to confront it and name it is actually asking myself, why? Like, yeah. why am I afraid? And actually, I know when I get in a spin interiorly mm-hmm. or I'm kind of like, I feel like I have monkeys chasing me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got that experience. Right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. But in a very sane way. Like, yeah, yeah. And you got to turn around and be like, what are you guys, why are you guys who are you guys? Yeah. Um, because I'm living tired. I'm living feeling chased by something. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like turning around and saying like. Yeah. And what am I afraid of? And where are they coming from? Like what am I actually afraid of? Like digging deep. Like what really yes. is it that I'm afraid of? Yes. Yeah. Right. So it's like and naming some of those things. Like am I afraid of losing something or losing someone mm-hmm. or losing the respect of a person? Mm-hmm. Or am I afraid of my 
um, my plans being ruined. Yeah, it really, it's true. Or like, you know, the fear of punishment, the fear mm -hmm. of getting in trouble, or even that little gnawing fear, which I think can afflict so, so many of us, but that I'm not enough, mm -hmm. or that I'm with a fear that I'm too much, or the fear that I'll never be enough. Yep. Or the fear that I'm not good, that I'm not lovable. All these these um, fears about my own person. Or the fear of maybe God isn't really who he says he is. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of bigger, mm -hmm. um, bigger fears. You know, all these things like, you know, fear what, what happens after I die. This fear of yeah. not being able to trust, you know, yeah. that there's a good God waiting for me. You know, and, and so I think we can be beset by a lot of different uh, anxieties, big and little, and big and little fears amen you know and i love how you speak in the sense the how fear can affect us so personally mm -hmm. right it can we can we can despair of our own goodness mm -hmm. of our own sense of worth mm -hmm. that we're worthy of being loved mm -hmm. um, that we are loved mm -hmm. and yeah it's a it's a big one it's a big and actually i almost think that's almost at the root of mm -hmm. all the major fears of life mm -hmm. is is that Mm -hmm. that fear this that almost a despair of what you're saying being good enough being loved being worthy absolutely yeah you know often when i'm i have a tight grip on life i have to ask myself gosh what what is threatening what am i protecting mm -hmm. you know is it my self-image is it my my sense of of feeling worthy or valued mm -hmm. and realizing mercy um i've already been defined by mm -hmm. love I'm resting in love, and yet, this is a hot spot. I mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where do you, where else do you find it, sister? I think, um, you know, I think the fear of, you know, being alone. I think is another mm -hmm. fear. Um, being, un not chosen. You mm -hmm. know, all these things. Um, yeah, being even like. I think the great prayer, the litany of humility, is a lot of things like Jesus, free me from you know the fear of being forgotten, the fear of being ridiculed, the fear yeah. of being wronged, of being suspected. All these things, but at the root is exactly what you're saying: is that this fear that I'm not loved and I'm not good. Mm -hmm. It yeah, it really actually all boils down to that in a way. Isn't this amazing? Yeah. Well, and here's why we can we can make the dare to let love cast out your fear, mm -hmm. because in a sense. When we allow ourselves to rest in that gaze of love, which, and and touch that gift of love through an act of faith mm -hmm. in God, in the living God, in a Father who loves me, in uh, a Savior who has united Himself to me, mm -hmm. His whole life with mine, uh, to uh, a Spirit that is love Himself, mm -hmm. um, that I am wed to this and. When I can pull back from everything I like to make of life mm -hmm. and rest in the fundamental realities and truths of God's love for me, um, I'm strengthened to confront these fears and allow them to dissolve in this love. Mm -hmm. So like an image I really love thinking about, uh, if you've seen Lord of the Rings. Love Lord of the Rings. Sorry. It's just an, it's an easy place to, to just use engage awesome images but when they're going through the mines of moria and mm. this balrog right this big mm. really mean devil thing right bad big yeah oh gross he's just like huge yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's chasing him he's flames he's flames fire um but here they are on this right it's like a giant abyss beneath gandalf <laughs> and this balrog and the rest of the fellowship has passed on and 
Gandalf, and they're on this skinny piece of, you know, strip of land mm-hmm. um, between these, uh, over this great abyss. And Gandalf turns around, looks this Balrog in the face, and it's, I mean, it's unforgettable. It's so epic. Unforgettable. He yeah. slams his staff down on the earth, and he says, you shall not pass. You shall not pass. He turns around, he confronts this thing. Yeah. And, yes, okay, the Balrog, they fight. Gandalf seems to be victorious, but then the Balrog pulls Gandalf mm-hmm. into, right, the belly of the earth. Mm-hmm. But that's not the end of the game. Mm-mm. Gandalf, he's drawn into this Pascal mystery, dare I say, if I shall make a spiritual analogy. I think you can. I think it's worthy. <laughs> <laughs> right? In a sense, he is born into new life. Mm-hmm. He, he does win the victory by confronting this fear and emerges as a new creation. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the more free, all the more powerful, all the more he has even deeper access to the gift of who he is. But I think this is what we find yeah. when we confront our fears and say, stop. Mm-hmm. Who are you? And what are you? Mm-hmm. And where are you coming from? And no, actually, I'm a daughter of a king. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a son of the father. And I'm loved. Mm-hmm. And I'm chosen. And I'm worthy. And... And I want to rest in that and allow these um, these lesser uh, qualifications to be dissolved in that love. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it requires of us, we have to look to the Father yeah. and, and get in contact with that love, be enlightened by his gaze of love, yeah. and set free to live the gift of who we are. Yeah. gives us access to who we are. Yeah, it's so true, sister. I love what you're saying. And it's and living in that truth, um, and that love, which which casts out the fear, it makes me think of a, um, a story of some of our sisters. I know a family, and every morning the father drives the little girl to school, her little daughter to school, mm-hmm. and he gives her a pep talk every morning, like repeat after me, I am a I am a daughter of the father. I am a daughter of the father. I am a beautiful love child of God. I'm a beautiful love child of God. They go through the litany. Aww. And that's it's like her little pep talk. And then when he's done, she gives him a little piece. She's like five. Aww. She's like, repeat after me. You know, I am a son of the father. I'm a son of the father. <laughs> With like the little pep talk, uh, each other up. But it's like so beautiful because it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Living in who we are and who God is. Amen. Um, and letting his love cast out that fear. And, you know, it's I like what you're saying about the acts of faith. You know, it's mm-hmm. like for example, I was when I was little, I used to be afraid of skeletons. It was like my most terrible fear, skeletons in the basement. And and it's like, sometimes you have to go to the basement because you have to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like, I could, I could sometimes, I feel like I could see them. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. skeletons here. But what did you do? You turn on the light and there's no skeletons, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, I think, kind of an image of active faith. You oh, know, beautiful. T- turning on the light. And, and I think it's, you know, it's different than... You're like the fear factor, whatever TV show where if you're scared of spiders, you go like sit in a whole tub of spiders. We're not saying that. It's different. It's different. <laughs> it's different. But it's actually making acts of faith. Like, what am I afraid of? Mm-hmm. Using your reason, letting love come in. And then, you know, if I'm doing this thing, just if I'm not doing this because I'm, I'm afraid, actually to do it, wow. you know, with, with courage, with God's love, um, and to not let fear have the final word. You know, Amen, because it, it lies about who we are. It lies about who God is. Wow. It's not true. Amen. Well, even even a short little nugget here to echo and back up exactly what you're saying from John the Cross. 
um, he, he says, and this is a bit of a paraphrase, that in all of our needs, struggles, and difficulties, we shall find no better, no surer way forward than prayer and the hope that God will provide in the way that he desires. Mm. So there is a surrender there. Um, when means fail us and we see no way of dealing with our difficulties, it only remains for us to lift our eyes to you, and that's God, so that you might provide as you see best. Mm. So it's this act of trust, too, of placing our hands in the hands of the Father, mm-hmm. who's loving, and will care for us and will bring us to victory. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a sense, we have to be willing to surrender mm-hmm. um, to his plans. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be hard. Yeah. Um, I remember being a senior in college and being moving into my spring semester and having this moment of sheer panic, mm-hmm. realizing, wow, after I graduate, there's no ground beneath me. In mm-hmm. a way, you know, it's been prescribed for me, right? You go to high school, then you go to college, uh, mm-hmm. whatnot. Uh, and that was a, a huge moment of saying, gosh, am I going to turn in on myself? Mm-hmm. Which was actually terrifying. Like, yeah. am I going to rely on myself? It's scary. Or am I going to leap in faith and mm-hmm. say, Lord, lead me, mm-hmm. guide me. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Uh, and having kind of a generosity uh, to make that act of entrustment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that, that experience of panic and terror mm-hmm. that you had in that day of like, what is next? I don't know mm-hmm. what to do surrendering that experience and even I think it's important to narrate reality like I'm so afraid of this God help me amen but I love that surrendering it and letting him win the victory amen well and I think when we make that act of trust we are set free to I like the analogy of surf Mm -hmm. like we can we get on our surfboard which is Jesus it's gonna he's gonna keep us floating and we're able to ride the waves like Mm -hmm. and I know as we serve in our our various missions like as we serve women who are facing unexpected pregnancies or who are walking um, with others who are riding big waves in their own life. It's like, it's as we ride those waves with Jesus, mm-hmm. we're able to, uh, yeah, take the waves yeah, and dance. I mean, if you look at a mom who's taking care of four kids at home, you see her, that her plans, she might have had plans at the beginning <laughs> of the day, but they got scrapped, but she's going to roll with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's, I think, being willing to, to trust yeah. in the more, yeah. uh, in, and in what God will do in, in any given day. Totally. And that you can, like, almost like the image of dancing in the hurricane. Like, it's, it's yes. not going to shut me down. Amen. You know? It's like these squirrels, right? Exactly. They, exactly. They found a way. Exactly. There is a way. There is a way, you know? Yeah. And I, I yeah, I think it's so important to remember that. And, uh, and actually, it reminds me of, of uh, the great story of, um, June 2nd, 1979, Ooh. Victory Square, Warsaw, Poland, Amen. you know, where John Paul II, um, not too long after becoming Pope, went, uh, went to Poland. Um, it was, again, during communist times. And, uh, and his, I mean, the Polish people were very oppressed by, by the communist government. And John Paul II went to Poland and um, against all predictions, you know, was celebrating mass there in, in Victory Square in Warsaw with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people wow. coming out for this. And the communists were, they were stricken with terror because they were like, <laughs> what do we do, you know? And so they, uh, yeah, even how they filmed it was like not even showing the Pope because they were afraid of what it might do to people. But it, anyway, but what happened? It's like these people who were all 
really under the, the terror of the communist regime. And John Paul II came there. He came as a free man, mm. a man who knew love. And he gave this epic uh, homily during this mass. I mean, he said one, one great line. He says, today, here in Victory Square, in the capital of Poland, I'm asking with all of you um, that Christ will not cease to be for us an open book of life for the future, for our Polish future. And in, in the whole mm. homily, he's, he basically, it was a direct, you know, kind of, I guess, dig at the communists, but this call to freedom. Mm. Um, you know, and, and there's that epic line. I, I encourage everyone listening to look it up on YouTube. But he said, you know, I cry, I who am a son of the land of Poland and also am John Paul II, I, cr I cry from all the depths of this millennium. I cry in the vigil of Pentecost, let your spirit descend. Let your spirit descend and renew the face of the earth, the face of this land. Amen. Um, letting love come and cast out fear. And uh, historians say that that moment mm. was the moment that changed Poland wow. forever. Wow. Because what, what people realized that what they had been living, I think George Weigel talks about this, was a, it was the whole communist thing was the crust of a lie. Mm. And John Paul II can pierce the crust of the lie and people saw beneath it. Hmm. That everything that they were afraid of, they didn't have to be afraid of, you know, and, and that love is more true hmm. and more real. And, and I think it's a great image um, for how the Lord wants to set us free, but also how we ourselves can almost live interior mini cultures of the lie. Yeah. Right. How the devil can yep. to trick us into this little culture of the lie in my heart. Mm -hmm. um, and we can live um, mm -hmm. out of this this lie and which is anxiety, which is fear. You know, that's the root of, of fear mm -hmm. and anxiety. And Jesus wants to crumble that kingdom Amen. of the lie. Cast it out. Amen. Yeah. Sister, that is so powerful. Yeah. And I think it, it's precisely as you speak, John Paul II, crying out from his, who he was, a son mm -hmm. um, of God the Father, as a son of Poland. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, for each of us, as we are, you know, trying to buffer the anxieties or fears of each day. Um, I think for me, and I know for others, uh, self-possession, pulling back and saying, who am I? Mm -hmm. And finding strength in that, it's almost like slowing ourselves down mm -hmm. to the pace where we can say, uh, no, mm -hmm. actually, I don't want to be bullied. I don't want to live being bullied by my fears. And I don't have to. Yeah, that's awesome, sister. I love that. Right? Mm -hmm. And standing up for yourself. And right, why am I? Why do I feel like I'm living on a concentration camp inside myself? Mm -hmm. Like, no, 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 no. Um, and naming those fears. Mm -hmm. Who's chasing you mm -hmm. or, or what? Um, and uh, pulling back and claiming the truth mm -hmm. uh, that you are a beloved son or daughter of God the Father. You're loved. And that it is a love that is greater than anything. Mm. And in a sense, lifting your heart up in faith and asking that love to come. Mm -hmm. And what do you want to do here, Lord? Mm -hmm. And turning that place over with an act of trust. Mm -hmm. I really trust in you. And that's, it's a courageous act, but it's one I know I've never regretted. Yeah. And all the big and little things in my own life. Yeah. But wow, sister, before we go, do you have a challenge, a thought? I would say kind of like we talked about, but actually name, next time you find yourself anxious mm -hmm. or afraid, Take a moment to pause and really, and with Jesus, ask Jesus to come and, and actually name what you're afraid of. Mm -hmm. You know, and you might find yourself, I don't know, anxious about schedule, whatever, but actually to go deep, 
am I anxious about the schedule or am I anxious about failing? Mm. I'm anxious about not being received. Mm-hmm. Go there. Go there with Jesus and name it and then ask him to, to cast it out. So I think, yeah, just taking that particular and intentional moment of pause with Jesus next time you notice yourself anxious or afraid. That is beautiful, sister. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. love it. Yeah. What about you before we go? What I think, let's see here. My challenge would work to complement, I think, yours in the sense as naming fears and simultaneous to that, um, making acts of faith. Because faith, uh, even St. John of the Cross, I'm on a St. John of the Cross kick here. <laughs> faith enables us to actually get into contact. That's what mm. he speaks of. It's like through faith, hope, and love, we can touch God. Mm. It is, we can see him in new ways through the light of faith. Mm. We can see our lives in new ways. And so making acts of faith, and it could be as simple as like, Father, I thank you for loving me. Even if you don't feel it, mm-hmm. even if you, it's a struggle to believe, thank you, Father, mm-hmm. for loving me. Thank you for thinking of me. Mm-hmm. Thanking, thank you for making me. And, and see what happens. Or even, Jesus, thank you for uniting yourself to me totally through my baptism. Wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and actually making those acts of faith can usher in that reality more, more deeply or fully. Or thank you, Holy Spirit, mm. for your gift of peace mm. right here. Thank you. I love that. Um, and living in this gratitude and in this expectation, mm-hmm. a grounded deep and true expectation mm. that uh, God will provide. Mm-hmm. And it's such, I love that, especially because it's like a two-edged sword because you can't, gratitude is another, mm. I mean, it's an act of faith, but it's also gratitude, which fear, I feel it cannot exist, coexist with gratitude. Isn't that powerful? Yeah, I think it's really powerful. I think it's true, sister. Yeah. 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 Like even when you're in the mess. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you um, yeah. for this opportunity to trust you, Lord. Yeah. And yeah yeah <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to see what you're gonna do yeah um it's so awesome. i think he, the lord loves when we're bold yeah and he loves our faith and giving him it opens doors and windows mm-hmm. to him rushing in mm-hmm. uh, to to be the savior he can't wait to be amen but wow sister could you close us in a prayer i would love to father son holy spirit Jesus, thank you so much for this time. Jesus, thank you for coming and loving us, being with us, and casting out all the fears that hold our hearts bound. Thank you for your goodness to us. Jesus, we entrust to you um, all of our relationships, all the situations in our life, especially those that cause us anxiety or fear. Lord, you are Lord of all things. And fear cannot coexist with your love. We surrender ourselves to you. We ask for your love to reign in our hearts, to cast out our fears. We entrust ourselves and those uh, whom we love to your heart and to the heart of Mary. And we give you glory as we pray. Glory be to the Father, to to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, sister. Thank you. It's a gift to be with all of you. We're praying for you, lifting your intentions to the Lord, and can't wait to uh, be with you next week. All right. See you next time. God bless you. 
This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.